Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Let's join together for prayer and ask God to bless us. Uh, Dear gracious Father, Lord, we just pray that you'll bless us as we seek to study your word and as we seek to understand and know your desire for our life. Lord, help us as we uh, strive for uh, your love and for your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This evening I want to continue our discussion about the Holy Spirit And we have been looking at Acts chapter 2 for a while about uh, the appearance of the Holy Spirit in the life of the disciples uh, at Pentecost. uh, But tonight I want to talk about something completely different. and uh, Well, not different, but another aspect of uh, the Holy Spirit. And that is, uh, when's the last time that you've heard anyone uh, to... Uh, uh, preach about the Holy Spirit in terms of how we worship the Holy Spirit. We talk about worshiping the Father, we talk about worshiping the Son, but uh, so often we fail to worship the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is God. Uh, The Holy Spirit is not an it. Uh, He is not a, a thing, an entity or whatever. The Holy Spirit is a part of the Trinity of God, meaning He is as much God as God the Father. He is much God as God the Son. And in Ephesians chapter, I mean, excuse me, in Exodus chapter 20, um, verse 7, uh, part of the Ten Commandments, it says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Uh, And I want us to think about how we take the name of the Lord in vain. How is it that we do that? Uh, One of the things that uh, comes to mind is uh, when uh, Jesus was uh, uh, performing miracles and and, uh, the Pharisees came and said that he was... Uh, performing the miracles in the name of Beelzebub. You remember that? It, uh, it's, I think, around uh, Matthew chapter 6 or 7. Uh, but he uh, is uh, uh, there performing miracles, uh, casting out demons. And the Pharisee says, well, he casts out demons in the name of uh, Beelzebub. And uh, Jesus says, uh, Uh, How can uh, Beelzebub cast out Beelzebub? And uh, he gives them a warning. He says, uh, basically, he says, you can besmirch my name, but uh, but, uh, uh, anyone who uh, uh, blasphemes the name of the Holy Spirit, uh, upon him uh, God will uh, surely curse from the very beginning of the Bible, uh, here in Exodus, uh, we we see that uh, we are not to take the name of the Lord in vain. We are not to uh, uh, do anything that will cost, uh, cast uh, the name of the Lord 
uh, in vain. And all throughout the Bible, we have the same warning even to the very end in uh, Revelation chapter 22. Uh, if, uh, if you'll remember us studying the book of Revelation, uh, we're given the same warning at the very end uh, where it says, um, and if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Um, from uh, all the way to the very end, it says verse 17, um, or not, no, not, not verse 17. Um, uh, uh, even in verse 20, uh, chapter 22 of Revelation, we see a warning by Jesus Christ of, of not to blaspheme the name of God. Um, Blessed are they that do His commandments and they that uh, have the right of the tree of life and may enter through the gates of the city for uh, without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth maketh a lie. Uh, uh, so we, we have throughout uh, the Bible a warning uh, to us that we're not to take the name of the Lord in vain. We're not to uh, besmirch the work of the Holy Spirit. We're not to... Uh, really thinking about um, what Scripture says. We're, we're to uh, worship the Holy Spirit in the same way, in the same vein as, as uh, what we uh, worship uh, God the Father and God the Son. Uh, and there are whole groups of people uh, in society who, if uh, God the Father is belittled or is uh, there's an assault upon God the Father, they rise up and they uh, come after those who uh, would uh, do such a thing and those who uh, do the same to Jesus Christ in the same way they come and and uh, do all that they can to uh, to put those folks down but no one really um, when the Holy Spirit is uh, uh, said to uh, do certain uh, uh, you have groups of people that that uh, claim that the Holy Spirit uh, does certain things like heal um, uh, uh, plants and heal cats and dogs and do uh, do all kinds of things help people win the lottery and and uh, the Holy Spirit uh, causes them to do uh, certain things like uh, uh, run up and down the aisles or uh, giggle like they are little girls or uh, get into a, a sneezing fit and they claim that that's the Holy Spirit uh, you have some that uh, that want to claim that that uh, uncontrolling laughter is is the Holy Spirit, and they have others that that uh, breathe on people and they faint out and they say, "Well, that's the Holy Spirit working in their life." Um, these things are not what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit doesn't cause people to to go into fits. The Holy Spirit doesn't do these things, and. Uh, what we need to understand is as to uh, uh, how do we blaspheme the name of the Holy Spirit? 
there's two ways in which we do that, and, and that is, as I was giving examples of, saying that the Holy Spirit does certain things that the Holy Spirit doesn't do. The other thing is, is uh, to take the things that the Holy Spirit does and claim that He doesn't do it. And that's what the Pharisees were doing with Jesus. Uh, they were saying that, uh, that His casting out of the demons was not of the Holy Spirit, was not of God, but was of the devil. Um, these things are uh, what Jesus was referring to and, it, and what the Scripture was referring to as uh, blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Um, so I want us to think about for a few moments about uh, how we uh, view the Holy Spirit in our life and how we understand who the Holy Spirit is and how we uh, 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 worship God through uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, in, in the Holy Spirit. In the beginning of the Bible, uh, the Bible says uh, that uh, uh, at the very beginning in Genesis, uh, if we go all the way back to Genesis, uh, one of the first uh, words that I learned in Hebrew uh, for uh, my Hebrew grammar was uh, from uh, the very beginning of the Scripture where it uh, says that uh, uh, the name of the Spirit of God is Ruha. Uh, this is a uh, type of word that basically the saying of the word is kind of uh, a uh, sounding of what the word is. Rucha is a guttural uh, 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 forcing of air out of the throat, and that is exactly what uh, the name of the Spirit of God is, is uh, not the forcing of my air out, but the air of God. If you go back to Genesis, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, the earth was without, without form and void. And what does it say uh, when we get to the point of uh, creation? It says, And God said in verse 3, What? Let there be light. Uh, when you speak, what happens? When we speak, we make air come up through our lungs, through our larynx, and sounds come through our throat to form words. And... Uh, very literally what is uh, described here is, is that God spoke into existence all of creation, right? He created uh, light and darkness. He created the stars and, and the planets and the, and the heavens. He created the earth and the, uh, the void, the sea, and the dry land. He created all the animals. The only thing that He actually physically touched in creation was man, right? He created man out of the dust of the ground. But in the creation of man, what does he do? Even in the creation of man, he uses the force of his air. He breathes into the man the breath of life, the ruach of life. And 
I want to pose to you that in all of that creation, that was the Holy Spirit that God was imploring uh, in the creation as much as He was imploring uh, and utilizing the, uh, Jesus Christ and as much, uh, of course, Jesus had not come in, in bodily form at the time, but uh, uh, Jesus, the Son of God, is timeless and is eternal, is omnipotent, omniscient, just like uh, 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 God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. And so uh, at creation we see the Trinity of God, uh, of God the Father speaking, uh, God the Son, the Word. The Word was flesh and dwelt among us, the Word of God. And God, the Holy Spirit, uh, the the breath, the voice, the uh, the emanation of God, the Father, uh, bringing forth the creation. And so we have God in the Trinity portrayed in uh, this passage of Scripture in Genesis, and throughout uh, Scripture we see uh, the breath. The voice of God bringing uh, bringing about creation, uh, destruction, uh, judgment, um, healing—all of those things are things that uh, that through the the breath of God, the the voice of God, all of these things occur in Scripture. In fact. Uh, what does it say in Revelation that Jesus, when He returns, uh, how will He defeat uh, Satan's armies? With a voice, with one word. The breath of God emanating forth. And throughout all of this, uh, this is the Spirit of God uh, being demonstrated to us in Scripture. And yet, how do we worship God the Holy Spirit. We very rarely speak of the Holy Spirit in uh, in our churches. We very rarely speak of the Holy Spirit in Sunday school and in our study of the Word. We very rarely speak of... Uh, do we ever sing of songs about the Holy Spirit? Uh, very rarely. We sing about songs about God the Father. We sing songs about Jesus Christ. But very rarely do we sing a song that's wholly about the Holy Spirit. Uh, it uh, is a challenge in my mind to even think of a song that even has mention of the Holy Spirit in the song. And so uh, we rarely uh, worship the Spirit of God in the manner in which we're to worship Him. And if we don't worship uh, God throughout the Trinity... Are we really worshiping God? I mean, we we worship Jesus Christ, we worship God the Father, and yet we don't treat the Holy Spirit the same way. It is, and Jesus Himself uh, says uh, in Scripture that He is doing the will of the Father, that He is uh, He is. Uh, doing miracles in the power of Him who sent Him, uh, that very well could be uh, not just 
uh, speaking of God the Father, but also of the Holy Spirit. And of course, uh, we have in uh, Scripture, we have uh, not only the Greek understanding of pneuma as, uh, as the counterpart to the ruha of Hebrew, uh, of speaking of the Spirit of God, but we also have Jesus speaking of uh, the parakleto, the paraclete, who would come, the comforter, the one who comes and stands by our side, the paraclete, the, uh, the one who uh, is our advocate, the one who stands beside us and uh, is our defender against uh, uh, Satan who is the accuser. Uh, uh, we have uh, the Comforter, Jesus, uh, the Holy Spirit, who comes and comforts us uh, when uh, uh, Jesus is not there with us in body and uh, in uh, human form. He says that He has to go to the Father and He must ascend to the Father so the Comforter can come and uh, be there for uh, the disciples. Throughout all of Scripture, we have evidence of the Holy Spirit, and yet we uh, uh, it is the blaspheme of the Holy Spirit that is taken as the greatest of sin uh, to ascribe to the Holy Spirit the things that he uh, that he does not do and not to give credit and give uh, worship to God the Holy Spirit. For the things that he does, well, what does he, as the Holy Spirit, do? What are the things that the Holy Spirit uh, does for us? Well, first of all, we understand that the Holy Spirit uh, convicts us of the need of salvation, convicts us of the need of a Savior, and the Holy Spirit uh, draws us to Jesus Christ, and and. Uh, convinces uh, uh, and shares with us uh, the need of a Savior and that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the the Savior that we need in our life. And the Holy Spirit uh, not only does those things, but also um, Jesus talks about, uh, and in the New Testament it talks about how the Holy Spirit seals us into the day in which uh, Jesus Christ returns and, uh, and also uh, causes us to mature in Christ, the re- justification of the saint, the uh, um, maturity of the saint uh, is all the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. So why is it that we don't worship the Holy Spirit in the same manner and that we worship Jesus Christ, that we worship uh, God the Father? Uh, it was God the Father who provided uh, the path of salvation uh, of sending His Son. It's Jesus Christ who uh, provided uh, our salvation with His sacrifice on the cross. But it's the Holy Spirit that uh, leads us to the saving grace of uh, salvation in our life. Uh, we can't have salvation. We can't be a Christian. We can't be who we are in Christ. We can't be... Uh, it, it's the Holy Spirit that causes us to be a part of the family of God. It is the Holy Spirit that brings the adoption of God into our life and allows us to be joint heirs with Jesus Christ. It's the Holy Spirit that uh, uh, allows us uh, to, uh, to 
experience the change of being the law, uh, that, that transformation that we talked about this morning of uh, being transformed and made in the newness of Christ. It's the Holy Spirit that does all these things. And yet we don't worship Him for those things. We don't praise Him for those things. We don't sing songs to Him about the work that He has done, the change that He's made in our life. Uh, we constantly uh, uh, lead the Holy Spirit out of our worship. So for us to truly worship, for us to truly have a worship experience in our life, we need to worship our relationship to the Holy Spirit. Worship Him. And so many people avoid uh, consideration and thought of the Holy Spirit that uh, we have reduced the Holy Spirit to uh, 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 only being present when uh, we see somebody do some weird things and they want to claim that it's the Holy Spirit that made them do that. Uh, to uh, speak in gibberish or to cause them to uh, uh, fall out or to uh, do weird things. It's the Holy Spirit many times that people talk about uh, as a feeling on the back of their neck or causing them to decide to do th- other things. But it's the Holy Spirit who inspired the Word of God for us, uh, for writers to write the uh, the message of God. and to uh, It was the Holy Spirit who preserved the Word for us so that we might have the opportunity to study uh, God's Word and allow us to have uh, a written record of the the heart of God that we might grow closer to Him, that we might uh, grow in our understanding of who God is and and the uh, the sacrifice that God made for us and uh, the sacrifice that that brought us salvation. All of these things are the things that the Holy Spirit has done. We uh, so often uh, fail to credit the Spirit of God in our worship. We uh, tend to uh, to not include the Holy Spirit in the things that uh, that we worship in our relationship to God. So we need to uh, as to have a a right understanding of God to really be blessed of God. We need to worship. His Holy Spirit in our life. We need to worship the Spirit of God uh, for uh, bringing us to an understanding of salvation, for bringing us uh, uh, to conviction in our life, for causing us to, uh, to, to have a, a relationship with Jesus Christ, uh, drawing us uh, to, in, his, uh, in the power of God to, to have a desire uh, to have Jesus as a part of our life. And in fact, we talk about so often of uh, giving our heart and life to Jesus when we talk about that. Uh, uh, who is it that we say that we want to enter into our heart? And so often it's Jesus that we say, oh, you want to ha- allow Jesus to take residence in your heart? No, it, the Bible tells us it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that comes and dwells within us. It's the Holy Spirit that makes us a new creation. What are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, kindness uh, that we see in 1 Corinthians. 
These are all the attributes of, of who we are as Christians because of the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. It's because He is transforming us and creating a new creation uh, out of the wreck that we were with sin in our life. And so we need to, as Christians, to, to worship God and praise God for who He is and praise God for the work that the Holy Spirit accomplishes in our life to make us the type of person that when uh, uh, we read uh, things like uh, when someone uh, 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 spits at us and when someone is, is evil towards us, when people say all kinds of uh, deceitful things about us and, and says all kinds of things that we can count it all joy because of why? Because we have the presence of God uh, within us. That God is changing us. That God is uh, making us a creation that we don't have to go after them and and beat them up because they said something bad to us or bad about us. We don't have to do like uh, peoples of other faiths that uh, when they disparage God, uh, their God that they go and uh, commit murder and all those kind of things uh, because uh, somebody draws a picture or somebody says something bad about uh their God, we know that we can uh, allow God to bring uh, justice and righteousness in our life, and we know that we can trust in Him, allow Him to lead us uh, to be loving, forgiving, to be uh, gracious in times uh, that we're disparaged, in times in which uh, we are uh, put down. And uh, we need to understand that it's the Holy Spirit working in us and in our lives that changes us and transforms us. And so uh, tonight, as, I, as we think about how we worship, uh, we need to take time in our life and, and realize that we need to, to worship the Trinity, worship God the Father, worship God the Son, Worship God, the Holy Spirit, for they are all three co-equal as God. And we need to worship God uh, in His fullness. And so often we fail to do that. We, we think of uh, the Holy Spirit as just the one that brings uh, uh, the apostles to be able to speak in uh, different languages. Uh, the Holy Spirit does uh, things like that, but we fail to... Uh, to uh, truly worship the Spirit of God uh, for all that He has done and for all the things that He is in our life. And so uh, when we uh, when we think of the Holy Spirit, God's Holy Spirit, we need to understand uh, that the Spirit of God is more, much, so much more than just uh, what we see evidence here in Acts chapter 2. Truly, uh, Jesus says that uh, that all the things that He does are uh, not only the will of the Father, but the power that uh, He does those uh, miracles throughout the Gospels are because of the power of the Spirit of God upon Him uh, and its evidence uh, in the way in which Jesus speaks that we need to uh, honor and worship God with great respect. Uh, the God, Holy, uh, the Holy Spirit in our life as well. So these are the things that we're going to. 
uh, began to discuss about uh, understanding the Holy Spirit, understanding our relationship to God, the, the Holy Spirit, and and how we are to uh, to posture ourselves in the worship of God. And so uh, that's what I want to share tonight. Let's join together for prayer and ask God to bless us. And Lord Father, we pray that You'd help us as we seek to grow ever closer to You, never to to uh, not... Uh, to discredit the work that the Spirit of God does in our life. Lord, we just uh, thank You and praise You for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in our life, for uh, Your work in our life. And Lord, we just praise You and thank You that You allow us to to have uh, You dwelling within us as we are children of God and, and allowing You to, to uh, make us uh, the people that we are because of the transformation that you accomplished in our life, the justification, the, the uh, uh, transformation of, of who we, how we live and how we act and how we uh, uh, mature in Christ uh, through your presence in our life. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for your great love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.